0: This is Eye on Foxborough, the premier podcast for all things New England Patriots, brought to you by Mass Live. Uh,
1: welcome to Mass Live's Eye on Foxborough podcast. This is Karen Garigian, and each week I'll be chatting with a uh, former Patriot players former NFL players, and various football experts. This week, it is an honor and privilege to have Patriots Hall of Famer Kevin Falk with us. He flew in from Louisiana for Sunday's game and ceremony for Tom Brady. He also was on LSU's coaching staff during Kayshawn Booty's first two years there. So without further ado, let me welcome three-time Super Bowl champion, Kevin Falk. Hi, Kevin. How are you?
0: I'm fine, Miss Karen. How are you doing?
1: I am doing well. Now that I now that I have you on this, I, this is my first podcast uh, solo with you, so you're my first guest.
0: Uh, first of all, I want to thank you for having me as your first guest. <laughs> uh, we have a, like a very long history. We do. Uh, playing. And even when I was done playing, we still had a relationship. Uh, and it's awesome. And I'm very proud and happy to say that I'm a friend of yours.
1: Yeah. Same here. Same here. So you were in town this weekend for, I know it wasn't just a, a one day event with the game and the ceremony. Uh, was it nice catching up with a lot of your former teammates? And did you, were you able to see Tom either before or after the ceremony.
0: Uh, I was able to see him before, um, during, and after. Okay. <laughs> uh, briefly, though, because they had a lot of obligations that he had to do. But definitely got a chance to catch up with a lot of former teammates throughout the course of the weekend. Uh, I flew in on Friday, Friday afternoon after lunch. Um, I I have a best friend that's from Louisiana that actually still lives in the Massachusetts, where well, in the Rhode Island area, in Rhode Island, and um. I spent the day with him on Friday, which was awesome, him and his fiancée. Uh, fiance. Uh we just we really didn't do nothing. We stayed home, talked, um, caught up a little bit. Um, and then Saturday me and him drove to the stadium, checked in the hotel, and just, you know, enjoyed the sights. Uh Ty had his vodka release, which yeah, was, was, which was yep. real good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and caught up with Ty, caught up with Bobby. He had a few guys that was there, the World Reavers, um, Jamie Collins. Malcolm Butler, um, and a a few other guys that was also there, including Ty's family. So we had a good time on Saturday. um, And and Sunday got here, uh, which was the day that we all was waiting for. Um, And it it just was interesting to meet and see all the guys and their wives again. Um, The first wife I seen was Logan Macon's wife, and first person she asked for was my wife. Um, And I'm like, okay, yeah, she's like, reason why? Because we always met and Target, me and her for some odd reason. And it kept going from another wife to another wife. And it was just great to see the guys and to, to see how we, we still like gelled. Um Me and Matt like uh, done, done a thing before the game in a suite uh, for about an hour. And it's amazing to see how yeah, you might have been away from each other for a very long time, but you still gel and know how to, you know, to mingle together and, and mess together.
1: Did you? Oh, I'll ask first. Uh, there was a rumor that Randy Moss was sitting in the stands. Do you know that for, for a fact? Or did you see him at all?
0: He was in the club.
1: He was. Okay. He was in the club. So you can verify that. <laughs> That's good.
0: Definitely verify.
1: Did you know that uh, Tom was going to do his lap and that was going to be uh, what he did when he came out?
0: Didn't know, but why not? Yeah. <laughs> That's what you've done every time. So it was awesome to see it. Um, I don't know if anybody else seen it, but i seen when he was done how he took a deep breath. Um, I'm going to have to get on him about that because I don't think he's in shape no more. <laughs>
1: I was going to ask that too, you know? I mean, he was slow to start with, but he looked even slower. <laughs> <laughs> if that's possible.
0: Uh, he can have that. He can have, He can be as slow as he will. Um,
1: you know, I know that, that uh, you and Tom enjoyed a, a special connection uh, on and off the field. And a lot of people, I mean, people remember you winning Super Bowls. But one of your signature moments came, I believe it was the 2016 NFL Draft. When uh, Tom was serving a a being hit with a four game suspension for Deflate and oh. uh, you were you were announcing one of the draft picks, I think in the third round, and you came out, and all of a sudden you unveiled a Brady jersey. Um, what what you know what led to you doing that?
0: Oh, uh, let's just say I might have got a phone call. Um, <laughs> not from anyone, like somebody affiliated with time or nothing. Um, Just like, hey, we got a good idea. What you think? And me, who I am, it's like, why not? Mm-hmm. Go for it. Um, they're messing with my boy. They're messing with my brother. Why not? But uh, right. yeah. the, the great thing about, the, the, the crazy thing about that, Miss Carrie, was... What nobody remembers, I botched the name in school up.
1: Of the kid that they drafted?
0: Yes, yes. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> I, did, I didn't even back, know that.
0: If you go back, I, I forgot what exactly I messed up, but I, I messed something up in my announcement. <laughs>
1: uh, well, you, you got that one by me. And of course, Tom... Sort of return the favor at your Patriots Hall of Fame induction. Uh, he came out and unveiled your number 30 you know wearing your number 33 jersey. What did that all mean to you?
0: Oh it meant a lot me- meant everything at the time uh, it's, thank you um, I know what I mean but for you to do that if that means to me more like what people fail to realize, small gestures mean a whole lot these days. Um, and that small gesture meant a whole lot. And obviously the small gesture that I did meant a lot to him. Mm. Um, so, you know, it's just that get back, like, thank you.
1: Yeah. Well, you were you were seen in the stadium on that fancy new uh, scoreboard, video board, larger than life, uh, you, you. Unfortunately, the timing. I think they had just gone down sixteen to nothing, and there you were on on the on the big video board. But funny thing happened, Kevin. After you revved up the crowd, they immediately scored two touchdowns. So, are you taking credit for that?
0: <laughs> um, you know, um, I, I played for Bill, so no, I'm not going to take that credit. Not not at all. Uh, I <laughs> I understand that, that they had to. That's something that they had to jump bounce back on. I think they turned over the ball or something, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and it, turn and over.
1: Were. And there yes.
0: you go. <laughs> yes, it did. <indeed. laughs> you know I. How th-
1: I thought you handled it really well because, you know, things are starting to turn in the stadium. You started to hear a few boos, but I think you, you got people back in the right spirit anyway. Um, well,
0: the great thing is. I, ne- throughout the course of the whole game, mm. I never really paid attention to the big screen. You didn't? No, I did not. Uh, between the talking and looking down on the field to see the play that's going on, I never really looked at it. Because mm. there was too many things going on where we were. There was too many guys around you were getting pulled.
1: Mm. So tell me what, all right, so you, you were... Intent on watching the game and what was happening. What's some of your biggest takeaways?
0: Um, just like anything, like you know, gotta generate more big plays on offense. Hmm. Uh, wait, I don't think there's much we can do defensively.
1: Yeah, they were pretty good. Yeah,
0: uh, it was pretty stout. Uh, but just figuring it out because you got some young receivers you have playing. Um, guy that really never had a lot of reps in camp, talking about the running backs, uh, and Zeke. Yeah. And you just got to gotta get the, the, the quarterback going. We know that. Everybody knows that if you want to have a good football team, good playoff football team, your quarterback has to be that guy.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I think, you know, just me talking, I think they're making strides with Billy O'Brien uh, as the – Offensive coordinator, you were there with him, is that right? Your past. Oh, that's, oh, that's my guy. And uh, I don't know, Kevin. It's been like what is it, twenty years, twenty five years? I've been right, right, one coordinator oh, to the back. I started back with Charlie Weiss, so you know that was uh, my first. Right, so my first. oh my god, we, we just you and I have known each other for over twenty years. I guess right. I guess I just yes, put that yes. on the map. <laughs> Um, but what do you think Bill O'Brien will do or how will he help this offense?
0: It's going to grow. Um, you could you could tell from Sunday that it's going to grow. I don't think they want to put too much out there and put too much on the guys just because of that aspect that we talked about early, um, the young guys in the receiver position, uh, trying to get Matt going and just to get that offense going in general, uh, and we knew that it was going to be a couple of problems with the offensive line blocking their D-line. Yeah. Because their D-line is something to be wrecking.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's pretty nasty. But, you know, they didn't sack – well, they pressured Mac a lot, but they didn't get him down until the fourth quarter. So, right. you know, and, and I think Bill O'Brien designed plays, you know, to get the ball out quickly. Get ball out quick. I think it quickly. was like – you would have liked this, Kevin. Ten or ten or eleven screen passes, right? Uh right. So, and he he used Ramondre and Zeke quite a bit with those screen passes. So um it was effective. They didn't quite get the job done, but you know, I, I think it's a little bit of a work in process in progress. Um, let's talk about Kayshawn Booty. Uh he, you know, the final play of the, of, you know. Their last offensive series, he couldn't get two feet down in bounds. I know it's a different game in college. You only need one, you know, one foot down. Uh, knowing him, is he – I know you know him. You you coached – you were on LSU's coaching staff back when he played. Uh, is he a kid that will learn from the experience and, you know, get those two feet down in the future?
0: Oh, definitely. Um, trust me, he's a smart kid. And understand that, man, I, I messed that up. I I really messed that up. I I got to understand and get a better idea. Whatever I have to do to slow myself down, to get those two feet down, I have to do it. And yes, he is. Because he's a competitor. He wants to win. And in his eyes, like, we all would feel at this point in time, I'm one of the reasons, not the reason, but one of the reasons why we didn't have another chance to win the football game. Cool.
1: I do see him, you know, I see him wanting to learn as you and I have talked about it. You know, he started out, you know, he had a rough patch of the OTAs and B- Bill O'Brien was on him. And, but from where he started o- OTAs to where he is now, he, he's made a huge leap, you know, ultimately, what do you think he can be an impactful receiver in the NFL? I
0: think he can. I think he, yeah. Be. But just like anybody else, they have to gain their own confidence. They have to build their own confidence coming into it. And as a rookie, it's tough. Look, it started out real tough for him, like you said. Um, it, it doesn't come easy. Um, you got to think about he was projected to be uh, first to second, third, or however many round pick, and he, got, and he dropped real far. So yeah. your mind has to be set, has to be a lot stronger than it was if he was the first or second round draft pick when you know that you are that, that's tough.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, his first, after his first year, people were thinking he might be the first receiver off the board. That's how good he was. But as you said, I think between injury, a coaching change, you know, his trajectory kind of went in the, in the other direction, but I think the talent is there and I
0: think you agree. Definitely, yeah. definitely talent there. Um, I've been knowing the kid, been watching the kids since he's been in high school. Um, whenever I was in high school coaching, we played against him, ran track against him. So I, I know his work ethic. I know who he is. I know his head coach. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, we'll see. It'll be interesting to see how he rebounds, you know, from that experience going through that and, you know, what happens to him going forward. Uh, I just – Want to pivot to, uh I don't know if you watched the, the Monday night game last night.
0: Oh, definitely.
1: You know, Aaron going down in that first series. And, God, you know, that has to be devastating. You were here when, I think, when Tom went down in that first, well, it wasn't the first series, but in the first quarter of that Chiefs game. And how tough is it to rebound from something like that?
0: Very tough. Um, and let's not shy away from that. We're not no spring chickens.
1: Aaron Rodgers,
0: thirty-nine years old. I mean, but yeah, thirty. Yeah, he's
1: thirty-nine. Yeah,
0: yeah. We ain't no spring chickens. So you know that, that, that that's a tough one. That's that, that's a very tough blow for them. Um, and hopefully he he can come back from it next year. Um, but that's one of those tough for the team, the team morale. Like great that they bounce back. Paid off of pure emotions and wonderful yeah. the football. Right, um, but now you still got them. 15, well, 17 more games.
1: <laughs> well, if they make the playoffs, it'll be sixteen more. So right,
0: right, yeah. So <laughs> okay. it's a lot more than what I what I'm accustomed right.
1: to. <laughs> yeah. They keep adding on every year, Kevin.
0: <laughs> but they keep saying that they're protecting us.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> um. So does does Aaron's injury him being done for the year, uh, you know, are things do things open up in the AFC East, perhaps even for the Patriots, to, you know, make a little more noise than people expected?
0: Okay. I've watched three of the AFC East teams play this weekend. And that one thing I can tell you, you better play some offense. You better be able to play some offense. Cause those defenses are stingy. Um, like lights out, like really. You you better play like Gary Wilson played to catch that fade ball against uh my boy from LSU. So you you know, is white. You you better yeah. play with that the whole the whole year as an offense because you're playing against. And I'm going to put Miami defense up there too because I think Miami defense is pretty good, if I'm not mistaken. If I'm not mistaken, but after watching the Bills, the Jets, and the Patriots defense, I'm like, wow, okay, oh, we going to score some points this year in every in, in every MC East conference game.
1: Yeah, well, it's a, it's an offense-driven league, you know. But the Bills, I mean, the Jets, I think have an elite elite defense um the Bills defense is very good and the Patriots defense is coming on that's very good the Dolphins by the way uh gave up almost 300 rushing yards to to, uh the Chargers uh but they still won that game and I think Vic Fangio will probably right that ship eventually so you're right you gotta you gotta be able to put up points there's no no two ways about it, and that's something the Patriots have struggled doing since Tom left. So, I guess it remains to be seen, right?
0: Yeah, but since Tom left, we've had a couple of offensive coordinator changes. A few, you know, it, it, it hasn't been the same. So, yeah, we can say since Tom left, we haven't done this, but since Tom left, we haven't had the same offensive coordinator for two years in a row. And you know, It's been a little different.
1: Well, uh, it it sounds like you have faith that they'll they'll right the ship. Uh, how do you like them against the Dolphins Sunday night?
0: Well, it's gonna be a tough game. Um, the defense that we're talking about gonna have to show up for that game because right. the Dolphins, you know, it has a really good explosive offense. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's that's being that, that's being kind. <laughs> they're more they're mega explosive. I mean, I mean you know. He threw for almost 500 yards the other night. So,
0: all you gotta do is put 10 in one slot and 17 in another slot. So now you pick, pick your parson. Which one are you gonna double?
1: Yeah. What did you think of Christian Gonzalez? Speaking of who's gonna be on what receiver, what would you like from the rookie cornerback? Uh, I,
0: I love his confidence. What he had, what he, as a cornerback, you have to have that. And for me as a defensive player, not just a cornerback, you have to have that mentality. Forget that last play. Yeah, yeah you, you might get me, but forget that last play. I, I, I'm, I'll am I'm, be back next play. Yeah.
1: And he seems to definitely have that for sure. You
0: have to have that.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Like you, you just said, you just mentioned that it's an offensive-driven league. It is. They, Those guys know that. So you're going to get yours but I'm going to get mine too.
1: Yeah. So it sounds like you like this Patriots team and you think they might surprise some people.
0: this Karen, I'm a Patriots fan through and through. Do better. I, I'm not there often. I, I don't get a lot of the inside no more, but I I can see what's going on. I'm a football guy. Bill taught me. <laughs>
1: yeah. He taught all of us. He taught me too. <laughs> not, not directly, but right. indirectly. Right. So but yeah, I've learned a lot about football from him and you know from our conversations as well. And um I actually wanna end our our little chat here by telling a story. Uh and it goes back uh and it's about you. Um you were host holding a charity event and you were you had a press conference, uh I think you you have having a charity softball game and yep. I was I was coming to, you You had a big announcement or a press thing with, you know, inviting all the media to talk about the, the softball game. And it was at the Brockton Rocks Stadium. Right. And I was coming. I told your PR people I was coming. Uh, and then I hit all kinds of awful traffic. And so somehow I was able to get a hold of your, your PR woman person. And said, "Look, I I am stuck. I you know my GPS is telling me I'm going to be about 15 minutes late. So okay, so I'm going as fast as I can, and I pull up to the parking lot, and I, I am literally 15 20 minutes late. And you were standing outside the door, and you wouldn't start until I got there, and uh, <laughs> and that meant a, that meant a lot to me, Kevin. Uh, so." Uh, I appreciate that. Not many. I mean, I don't know if you would have held up the conference for anybody else, but it meant a lot that you, that you waited until I got there.
0: Like I said, those little gestures go a long way. My mom always did teach me that. And you know, we had a relationship. Uh, so it was like, yo, definitely. I'm going to wait. We're going to hold it. It's not nothing serious. We're going to have fun.
1: And we did, right?
0: Yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am. Although I, mean, I think
1: some of the people in there, some of the other writers like, well, that's who we was waiting for.
0: <laughs> but you know me, I probably would do that for over half of the people in there because yep. of the relationship that I dealt with those guys and women.
1: Yeah. And you also dealt with us with a little technical difficulties. So I appreciate that. I thank you, Kevin. Uh, I loved having you as our first guest. Thank
0: you. Thank you, Barry, and good luck going forward. This has been Ion Foxborough, brought to you by
1: Mass Live.